0: Resistance. In existence, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Come upon, some us Here's how we practice. The lost start a conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. This week, we're, we're doing Rolling at... Stones. Oh, wait. What are we doing? What? Rolling Stones? They're coming it's out with a new record.
1: Really? All new, new
0: material? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> wow. I mean, who cares, really, bud?
1: No, I think I I like to diss the Rolling Stones, but I like I can't when they're doing something interesting like that, when they're writing new material. I, I, I have to respect that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, Because they have been just coasting for, I don't know how many decades now.
1: Right, and there's no need, I mean, they don't need to write new stuff, but it's cool that they are.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, we'll give them their props. You're the best, Rolling Stones.
1: Better than the Beatles.
0: But this week we're doing Saturday SN- Night Live. Or, SNL. Yeah, for people who, uh, who don't like to waste time. I SNL. hate syllables. Uh,
1: I despise syllables. I see what you did. Thank you.
0: Um, we're playing. But we're doing basic, well, we we looked at a bunch of old uh, like clips from election years on with like debates and stuff from old episodes, and then we're going to compare it to, well, it'll be last week's episode when this comes out, the Lin-Manuel Miranda episode of Saturday Night I mean, Live.
1: It's two weeks ago, isn't it?
0: Shit. Yeah, you're right, because we skipped a week, because I was sick. Yeah, uh, last week was Emily Blunt. Oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't watch. No, I didn't either. Why would I? Um, yeah,
1: Lin-Manuel, it was, it was actually well worth watching an episode of Lin-Manuel Miranda just for the
0: opening, but... Yeah, we'll uh, talk about that. Well, the, I Yeah, we'll
1: talk about that in the second half. I'm very sorry for jumping ahead of things. I have no idea who's hosting this week. Uh, yeah, who cares?
0: We didn't watch Blunt. it. That's what, that, see, that's why Trump's going to win. Yeah. Oh, I- she Immigrants is? coming over here taking our hosting jobs.
1: According to Girl on the Train, she's from this country.
0: Emily Blunt is? Why
1: Going by her accent. British. Going by her
0: accent in the Oh, girl in the movie on the Girl on the Train. Wait, did you see that? It's supposed to be awful.
1: Yeah, it was not that good.
0: I haven't read the book, but
1: apparently it's not as good as the book. But what, it, What's it, the
0: mystery? Wait, just spoil the movie for me and everybody listening. Because I don't care. I'll never see it.
1: Uh, the, well, there's no alert. mystery.
0: It's all straightforward. Uh, she is on you. the train.
1: They kind of make it seem like a mystery, like she's never going to get off, but she does get off. And it, one thing that's great Why about it—why is she on the train? Well, she's spying on her ex family. Oh, so she's a she's a creepy dude. Yep. And it turns out that she's not the murderer. And her, uh, there is a twist. Do you really want to hear the twist? Everybody has to well, turn I, off their. I don't even know. Podcast.
0: Anybody was murdered.
1: Oh, that's. Don't you know that any thriller needs to have a murder in it? but the, the she plays someone who's really down like apparently in the book it's even worse but she's super duper drunk and she's just hit she's hit rock bottom in in what we see in the film and i have to say emily blunt does a really good job of portraying that so
0: all right so she so somebody's murdered uh yeah the the,
1: the neighbor the beautiful neighbor woman played by a beautiful woman who I don't know. I don't think I know... Oh, the, Justin Thoreau plays the ex-husband. And other than that, I don't think I know... Oh, uh, He's a beautiful Laurie, woman. Laurie Prepon.
0: Laura, oh, name? yeah. Laura Prepon.
1: From Orange is the New Black and That 70s Show.
0: And Scientology. Yeah.
1: Uh, she plays a friend of Emily Blunt's. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about this movie that was far from good and closer to bad, but probably... Could be justifiably listed as mediocre at this moment.
0: Well, I just I I have no idea what it's about. So, she's spying on her ex fam, like her ex husband's family. Yes, he. To what purpose and why does she need a train for it? Like just get off the train and spy on them from the bushes.
1: She's obsessed, and the train goes right by their house, and she takes the train. Even though she says she's working, she has been fired, and she just takes the train every
0: day and drinks a lot, and watches the two houses. I mean she could she's unemployed she could save money by getting off the train as I said but all right um what is she looking for specifically love oh uh, yeah that's what everybody's looking for i guess
1: i guess the movie would be more interesting if she sat on the other side of the train because on the side she sits and she sees their houses but on the other side she's seeing a beautiful ocean view oh where
0: does this take place
1: i i think it's
0: long island Uh,
1: It's somewhere in New York because she ends up at, at Grand Central Station.
0: Can I tell you, I've been to Long Island Ocean View there. Not really beautiful. It is from the train. Oh, that's probably true. It might be Jersey, too. Jersey has ocean. Jersey Shore. My favorite show of all time. Never been there. Never seen the show.
1: I can say I agree with you on one of those statements.
0: All right, so Girl on the Train is not going to be your recommendation Asian Asian at the end.
1: Definitely not. Okay. Um, oh, wait, are we talking about Saturday Night Live from 1976 now? Sure. That was a good show back then. It was, Although this was a
0: terrible skit. Although it was interesting to see that Chevy Chase was funny at one point. Like, there was yes. a reason that he became, you know... Chevy Chase. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't,
1: he, so it's... Uh, Gerald Ford, played by Chevy Chase, versus Jimmy Carter, played by Dan Aykroyd. And uh, the I didn't watch all the skits. You watched all of them. But the one I'm thinking of had Lily Tomlin playing the League of Women Voters moderator. debate moderator. Yeah. And it's interesting. The League of Women Voters, I guess they just don't do debates anymore. I, I think I read about it this election season, or maybe it was last time. I, I, I think they – from what I remember of the article, they stopped running the debates because the, 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 the two parties were – demanding too many things and they had no desire to give in so they just decided to stop doing it and that's why the the bipartisan um, debate commission was created
0: and the bipartisan uh, uh, debate commission pretty much gives
1: in to whatever each party wants.
0: Yeah, and which is why we get stupid Fox News hosts moderating shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Who didn't do that
1: bad of a job. I didn't watch it but reading the transcripts it didn't seem that he did that bad of a job although he didn't talk about climate change, which is a pain in the butt. And well,
0: he's Fox News.
1: He's making, Well, none no, none of the debate moderators did, but he specifically is making a big deal about debt, which of everything you want to discuss about this election, you don't need to spend a, any amount of time in a debate talking about debt. But anyway, as far as things go, he's not as bad as Britt Hume or Hannity would have been as the host of a debate. Oh, God, no.
0: Yeah. Wait— it's so much easier to actually watch the debate than to read a transcript of it, dude. I didn't want to watch it. I was, I'm,
1: was at the at the point where I'm sick of hearing him talk, and I it, didn't want to see it. So I read the NPR transcript, and if if you you should go back and read the NPR transcript because his first statement is is just absolute word salad. It doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, it the, it came
0: across that way, dude. Nonsense. It's 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 Sarah Palin esque. Yeah. He it was like watching somebody drowning who was like going no no fuck off get away from me don't save me <laughs> and that's when I knew he was well and truly done.
1: But it, it, just to go back to the League of Women Voters, it, it is a shame that that happened because first of all, it's nice to have an like a, a definite yeah. external presence doing all this, and secondly, it was a nice tradition.
0: Yeah, well, I I can only imagine that it was. Republicans who were having most of the issues with that um, I think
1: I like I said I read that article a while ago and I think the part of the impetus might have been the 92 election because Ross Pro had so such ease getting into the debates but that that's no that's wrong I'm making that up. But they've definitely made it harder for independent candidates to get in. I don't think Perot. oh, Perot definitely did, but I don't think John Anderson had the numbers that you would need for the current modern-day debate to get into it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, Anderson was 80 too, eight, 1980 as well, right? He was So he was Reagan sure. and Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But he did get into at least one of the debates. He did, I don't, yeah. I don't think his numbers were as high as 15%, which is what you, you, uh, Johnson would have needed to be in this current debate.
0: Well, that dude did not have any charisma either, so – I don't
1: remember. I know.
0: I think, <laughs> he must I, had something to be, become that third party candidate. I re- really, you think you need charisma to be a third party candidate? Look at these. Well, to be morons. a
1: memorable one, to be a memorable one. I mean, you have you have guys that run every single time. That, yeah, yeah. Like the Jill Stein's and and not to call her a guy, but Jill Stein's and Linda LaRouche's of the world that run every time and get kind of mentioned as just kind of a fringe candidate, but Anderson was, as a was. they thought he was going to be more of a factor than he was, but he definitely was in the news at the time, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I remember,
0: any... I, I've still got an essay I wrote in uh, fifth grade for who I thought should be the president that year, 1980.
1: Who'd you pick? Carter. Uh, I, I was hoping you picked Anderson.
0: No, I don't even think he was on my radar, man. It is funny to read, like, that essay and be like, oh yeah, this is all coming from my parents, like, what fucking political views did I have at age 10? <laughs> Or nine or whatever it was, yeah. Um, so you didn't watch any of the, you didn't watch any of the more recent ones. With, uh, it was very cool to see, uh, uh Tina Fey doing Sarah Palin because it really holds up. She was really yeah. funny and nailed it, and and it was good to see, um, Amy Poehler playing, uh, Hillary Clinton against Barack Obama. And that skit was actually kind of funny because, they would. They would ask uh, Hillary Clinton, who's the leader of Mozambique? And she would be like, it's, um, blah. and then they would say the answer. They're like, no, the name is this, Barack Obama, same question. So they were kind of like mocking how the media treated Hillary at that time.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't remember Amy Poehler's Hillary Clinton, but it, i have to rewatch some of those because it would be hard, hard to beat Kate McKinnon's. I really do like her Hillary Clinton's.
0: Yeah, much better than her Justin Bieber, which she hams up way too much. Uh, but we're, yeah, we're still talking about seventy six. I thought. Uh, go ahead. There's Dan Aykroyd I'm... was actually funny as well, which is mm-hmm. another another one of those guys who just like, I don't know what happened. He like lost his sense of humor altogether. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but but he seems almost like a robot. Not even not a robot. That's not fair. But he seems like on the spectrum somewhere for sure. Dan Aykroyd. Like if you really listen I to know. interviews with him and stuff.
1: I never picked up on that. I just thought he was kind of arrogant, well, which is surprising too, yeah. for a Canadian.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no shit. I mean... But yeah. I never thought of him as someone who does voices, but he did a fine Jimmy Carter voice. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, what were you going to say? You, you seem to have some issue with this that you well, wanted to bring up. The It was a little bit racist. Oh, well, I mean, was it or was it making Not, fun of no, racism? No, I don't think it was. I think it was racist. Because they had Garrett Morris on there, like, explaining why they had the the other people there. And uh, they said, because he's a Negro.
1: Yeah, I don't think they were making fun of that. They're, it didn't see, feel that way to me. Oh, really? Like, That's,
0: I, maybe I'm just, you know, it, my modern day mindset. I'm like, well, of course they were making fun of racism. But yeah, maybe not. Maybe it was a, a joke at the expense. Of, I think it was a
1: joke at the expense of let's add someone who's black because they're black and because he's a Negro. And then his first question is, who is who? wasn't
0: yeah yeah. who's ford and which one of you is ford yeah right well that yeah that was the worst Mm. joke in the whole thing
1: yeah and yeah it wasn't funny and i thought it was a little bit racist but maybe you're right maybe i'm reading too much into it it was definitely not funny no
0: (laughs) yeah um the only well there was
1: there was something wonderful in the skit though that I didn't the whole thing wasn't laugh out or it wasn't super duper funny but the the big punchline that everyone remembers from it did does hold up and was
0: really funny. Oh, uh, I was told there wouldn't be any math in this debate. Yes. Jane <laughs> yeah. Curtin leads with
1: a question that has has some numbers in it and it's all they're, about they're, yeah, the economy. All, and... Yeah, and as she's asking the question the camera's zooming in closer and closer on a confused more and more confused looking Chevy Chase and he says, "It was my understanding that there would be no math." in this debate is just a great it's a good line great... and a
0: great line reading yes
1: everything about it was perfect
0: but yeah overall you also see like looking at these old clips how how little has really changed as mm, far yeah. as yeah we get to 92 i'm going to talk about that a little bit
1: even the things that they have bush saying or stuff we say now
0: yeah well I, I mean i think everybody recognizes bush as the father of modern presidential debates I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So you watched, you watched the '76. You watched a couple. of... 1980. 80. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They, I think they only had one for 1980, didn't they?
1: Well, that list I gave you only had the the uh, didn't have a real. I don't know, I even know if they did one, but they didn't have a Reagan one. They had uh, Bill Murray playing Teddy Kennedy. Right. With uh, who, who played uh? I don't know the guy who played. Who played um, uh, Bush? I don't. I didn't recognize. No, him. I didn't
0: either. I didn't recognize him at all.
1: And that was that was more interesting for. It wasn't especially funny, but seeing Harry Shearer cracked me up just to see him, and seeing Paul Schaefer actually playing a role. A ro- yeah,
0: that yeah. was weird. Well, that was that was the. I believe that was the uh, first year without the original cast.
1: Um, oh, so Bill Murray was. It was just doing that thing where he came and went to play. They, that they do sometimes as a as a guest you no know that it wasn't
0: or it could have been like the the very last season of the original cast that's possible because that was 80 you know 79 into 80 i guess so mm-hmm. who who cares honestly <laughs> but yeah it was more interesting for those aspects
1: than, than, than anything, anything else funny yeah and then they i guess it kind of skipped the next one they had they didn't have anything for 84 the next one i saw was 88 yeah yeah it's it it only had that one little brief one yeah for 80 and then but it was pretty. It was kind of dumb, but it was pretty funny. the The, the setup was was that uh, I don't know who she was playing Jane Pauly maybe. Yes. Uh, asked Bush a question and he answered it with his stupid the stupid catchphrases he was using in 84. And then she says, well, you have another minute and 20 seconds. And there's an an argument ensues about whether or not that he has more time. But it was the, the joke of the the clip was John Lovitz just saying, I'm losing to this guy.
0: Yeah. I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. that was like (laughs) almost the only thing he said. And I remember that from the time as well. I think that was the only thing he said. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Playing Dukakis, the the little Greek midget. (laughs)
1: I don't think I realized until recently how he had a significant lead after the convention. I didn't know that a piece of trivia before did, the did? Yeah, yeah, he was done in by Willie Horton and and uh taking a picture in in front of a tank or whatever that picture was.
0: Yeah, yeah, his tank, well him in the tank wearing yeah, the in helmet the tank and, be, and and ACL
1: the card carrying member the
0: ACLU. ACLU, right. That that was no, figure out
1: why that would ever be a bad thing
0: that was the that was the election i remember it clearly when when the republicans like turned the word liberal into a bad word basically <laughs> it was insane um yeah dukakis he came to so i was at i just went to a community college um before i knocked up my ex-wife and dropped out and stuff but uh He came to our college that year, '88, and I remember he came out um, playing "U2's Desire," (laughs) and I was like, "You're just pandering so hard, dude." (laughs) I mean, I voted for him, but it was it was a little gross um, because I think I saw Jesse Jackson a Jesse Jackson rally that same year, and he was like way cooler than Dukakis for sure. And uh, also a free Nelson Mandela rally that was. Everybody there was cooler as well. Of course,
1: it turns out nobody really should have freed Nelson Mandela because once he got out, he, what he, what was the, the final body count? He killed, what, 17 people?
0: What? Oh, yeah, at least. I mean, and, you know, since we're talking politics, as we said before, Hillary Clinton mur- straight up murdered upwards of 40 people, right? But the Republicans just don't get it. It's called the statute of limitations, well, yeah, and you I know, it, ninety days you're not caught, you're fucking scot free. Learn your constitution, mm-hmm. Republicans. Jesus.
1: Wait, wait. So if you commit a murder, yes, walk me through this. You commit a murder after ninety days. If they if they haven't
0: prosecuted you within
1: ninety days, that you're make you're making love with scot free.
0: Yes, and that, that murder is stricken awesome. from the record. That, that person is, awesome. is technically alive. Yeah. Man,
1: that, that makes. I'm not. I'm not the murdering sort, but I've always wanted to have a little thing with Scott Free, so I'm ready.
0: Well, but see, like for just a hoi polloi like you and me, they tend to rush through those murder trials. Damn it! Yeah, you get one of those high-priced attorneys who can just keep putting it off. Uh, Your Honor, I may be just a simple country lawyer, but I do declare habeas corpus. And you know, then that that sets them off for. Oh, uh, we're gonna recess for nine weeks. I admire how you've improved your Russian accent. Thank you. Well, with uh, Trump coming in the White House, you got to work on it. Putin could be over here for state dinners all the time. Ah, Putin.
1: Wouldn't it be neat if state dinners, like every state had state dinners that you could go to?
0: Yeah, like I once, would, like, like I all would,
1: through all through the the state, they had state dinners.
0: I would not want to go to the ones in like uh kansas and north dakota and stuff but wait on...
1: kansas that's a farm state they that's totally true they have... would have
0: good beef maybe like montana where they'd be eating elk or know. something montana has lots of beef do Isn't they the... i thought so right, they thought... not alaska where they're going to be eating moose and okay. uh, salmon Ugh. you don't like salmon i don't care for salmon i like yeah, i think it's delicious i've developed a taste for fish as I've gotten older, but salmon is the one thing where I'm like, eh. And when I was in the army, this dude, his mom sent him, like, these boxes of salmon every week. And he, I, ju- I was just like, why are you in the army, you asshole? <laughs> <What>? Rich kid.
1: <laughs> and now he's the, the general of the Joint Chiefs of Staff?
0: Yep. Yep. General Douche Dingle. I don't even know who the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is. Is that sad? Does it matter? Isn't Schwarzkopf? Is it Petraeus? No, no, it's uh, McNamara. Good old McNamara. Saved our asses in World War One, Got us out of Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, skip to 88. And 88 was... Uh, no, we just did 88. No, I know. Or, oh, okay, oh, then sorry. we're going to 92, right? Then it goes, right. and that's with Dana Carvey.
1: Well, 88 was Dana Carvey too, but now he gets to play two characters in one skit. Yeah,
0: Bush and Ross Perot, and I, he, Ross Perot is much better than his Bush.
1: Yeah, but I thought the whole thing was pretty fun. How they had that set up.
0: I didn't. I couldn't figure out how they did it, but yeah, that it was very cool. Because when he went over to shake hands with when Bush went to shake hands with Ross Perot, it was obviously a double right doing that but i was like what how are they yeah
1: <laughs> well they said at the end that russ pro is the one on tape
0: oh did they? <laughs> but yeah, yeah that was, was a good that was actually a good one
1: yeah the at the end they they go to him and say do you have something to say he's like i'm on tape let the other guy do it then he'd live from new york saturday night but i liked it i thought it was funny I, of, of the ones we watched of the ones i watched it was probably the funniest I didn't yeah. watch this. I assume
0: the Sarah Palin ones are funnier. You should go and watch the. Yeah, the vice presidential debate between Sarah Palin and Joe Biden, um, with uh, dude. I forget this dude's name every single fucking time. It's so Jason Sudeikis playing Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. I
1: for, I forget now that he's because he's such a movie star. Star is probably a strong term, but I forget that he was a a silent life person.
0: Yeah, well, you because you weren't watching Saturday Night Live when he was on anyway, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was good. He, he was like a strong. I thought he was a very strong, like Phil Hartman esque Saturday Night Live dude. He was kind of you know utility dude.
1: Mm-hmm. It's true. The first thing I ever saw him in was uh, Thirty Rock.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Which he I mean, played... he, he didn't have much to do in that role, but yeah, he was fine.
1: Yeah, he, he had later on when they brought him back, he had more. Yeah, when well, uh, he went crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: but he was anyway. Like,
1: nine, Ninety-two. There is some funny stuff like, uh, like Chevy Chase had no makeup on to play Gerald Ford. On the other hand, whoever played Sam Donaldson, what, I, Kevin Nealon playing Kevin Sam Nealon. Donaldson, was all makeup. Yeah, that it's, was the whole character. I don't even know if his voice was close. I to I don't Sam either. But, but that
0: shit was just like hanging off his face. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it's <was> hilarious. <laughs> Um, and I didn't like, they have make a big deal about making fun of Arkansas. I don't remember that being much a part of the election. The election, then, but maybe, I don't or. either.
0: Although Arkansas is, is going to be forever mockable. I think
1: it's. <laughs> well, it's, just the fact that it's, that it has another state's name in it. You just put an R in front.
0: Yeah. And then they try to change the name of the original state, the pronunciation. I mean, <laughs> I went to. A uh, bar in Arkansas. Well, I was, we were, I was in the army. I was traveling between uh, bases, and uh, stayed at a Holiday Inn in Arkansas. Did I t- have I told you this story before? I don't think so. But if you
1: stayed at a Holiday Inn, you obviously knew how to fix stuff.
0: What? Well, yeah. I don't know what the
1: fuck that means. Well, I guess it wasn't Holiday Inn Express then.
0: No, it was not. It was a Holiday Inn, and uh, I went down to the bar to get a drink, and the uh, the bartender. Um, set. She was like, hey, honey, you, um, you got to sign up for like a club card to be able to buy beer. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> it was like five bucks. I'm like, all right. And she's like, and, but you, then you can play anything on the jukebox. <laughs> and one of the dudes at the bar, I swear to God, goes, just don't play any of that nigger music. Jeez. So I went up and uh, threw on a Whitney Houston song and walked out of the bar.
1: After you paid your five bucks.
0: After I paid my five bucks, yeah. Uh, I, I was, was not too shocked because I'd met people from Arkansas in the army at that point. The one dude I told you about before who had never seen a black person in real life before.
1: Is this, wait, but is this when you're, this this trip to that bar, was this when you were working for the Quantum Leap Project?
0: No, it was present day. Oh. Yeah. I was off well, the it, clock what? for the Quantum Leap Project at that point.
1: Huh. Yeah. That is unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess it shouldn't be because people are like that. As we've
0: seen this year, yeah.
1: Yes. And really every year. Uh, But really especially this year. Yeah. And uh, what really kind of – I mean everybody knows that the political issues are very similar from year to year. And if we we read an article from the 50s, you're going to see a lot of things that they're talking about now. But I did not expect to see word for word – Bush talking about him having the proper temperament to be president. In a, well, yeah. not really him, but in a Saturday Night Live skit talking about and even more shocking is the fact that who's going to answer the phone at 3 a.m.? Where did that come from? I thought that was a Hillary Clinton
0: thing from uh, 2008. I guess it came from much earlier. It must have been. I bet it was Dukakis, a Dukakis thing, like an anti-Dukakis ad. The the Bush ad, yeah, makes yeah. sense. It seems, I mean, it seems to go along with the Willie Horton shit. Um yeah i know that's it was it is crazy looking back like i said just how similar all this shit is um we just have like selective memory you know every four years this stuff comes up and we try to tell ourselves it's it's different candidates and different issues but it's not really they come up with new words to describe the same shit but i did i did like the three and joe kelly said
1: he's gonna answer the phone <laughs>
0: yeah Yeah, I was. It was surprisingly strong. And when we talk about the new season, it it's really surprising because it tends to color my impression that like, oh, it must have always actually been shitty, and I just thought it was funny because I was like twelve. But
1: no, but we have to remember these these debate skits. I think I think the debate skits this year have been pretty funny and. That's the strongest of the every every four years the debate skips from Saturday Night Live are pretty much the funniest stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: If I they have the, the right called, people
0: in, in think, playing the rules. Yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah, I didn't see them. I, I wanted to see them. I didn't see them in the list, but in, uh, what was it? I guess 96. 96 they had, or maybe, yeah, it would be 96. They had um, Dan Aykroyd come on and play Bob Dole, and those were pretty funny. Oh,
0: I remember, yeah, I remember that too. Those were good. And Franken
1: played Paul Simon. I guess they were. Paul they were, No, no. Paul Simon. Oh,
0: the, Paul Simon. Yes, right. I forgot. I forgot all about that dude. Yeah. And, and
1: it was hilarious. And I guess that was for the Republican primary in 96. Maybe they were both running. And But it was always really funny. Uh, and I was a little disappointed I couldn't find those. But I think. I, I guess it's tradition if. Uh, going back. Because if. Uh, in 80. If. Bill Murray wasn't. Oh, we're not sure about that. We're, yeah, we're, we're not, not sure, sure. But okay, but but still, it's, it is a tradition going back to Aykroyd that that former or not not necessarily former, but people will come in that aren't part of the cast and aren't a host to play a character during election season, like they had Bernie Sanders being played by Larry, Larry David, David this year, yeah, well, Tina Fey playing Sarah Palin, and that kind of thing. And
0: I feel like Chevy Chase even did Ford after he left, but I mean, it might have been when he was course. A host. But what's that?
1: Yeah, that's true. I was thinking seventy six was after he left, but I'm not sure about that. No, i us say it.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, the first season was seventy five to seventy six, and that's all he lasted. So,
1: um, and oh, so this would have been the next season. The, the the him doing a debate with Carter. That would have been seventy six into uh, into seventy seven.
0: Yeah, most likely because of the time frame. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I think I think it's unfair to compare. I mean, we're gonna talk about more about the the next season, I mean, this, the current season and the next half of the show, but I think it's unfair to compare an entire episode to the best.
0: The best skits yeah. of, that they've picked, yeah, handpicked. Because right. yeah. I'm sure there were some shitty uh, political sketches back in the day, too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Although anything with Phil Hartman probably has had
0: some laughs in it. His yeah. Bill Clinton is so funny. I, I know, I love his Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that chicken. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, what else did you watch? Did you watch any more, or was '92 the last for you?
1: '92 was the last. I, the the ones, at least on my computer, the ones after '92, I didn't go very far. But like the two after '92 didn't work. It gave some kind of error. So yeah, I
0: same for me. One was like an animated one, I think, and it was it just didn't come up.
1: Oh, well, I'm um, glad I missed that.
0: But uh, it was an animated one where they used the actual audio of something from the debate so yeah i don't know um but i i do like i really have a problem with impressionists for some reason because they don't seem like the people who are really in impressions seem like they have no personality of their own and like every time you see them on talk shows and stuff they're always breaking into the impressions and i'm like dude can you just be a person for a little bit (laughs) it's weird and also i find like dana carvey like goes way too hard on the catchphrases. Not just yeah. even for for the presidents, but like church lady and all that stuff, you know. Where he really just like hammers it home a bit too much with a thousand points of light and all that. Um but it was still funny the 92 stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, I I think I think him doing that has made it so people know his George Bush more than they know George Bush's
0: George Bush. Well, yeah, cuz George Bush's no George Bush was Boring. I mean, there's really <laughs> nothing to hold on to with that dude. And I
1: think I read, well, maybe this is just something they, that famous people say about lots of impressionists. But I thought I read somewhere that at some point George Bush realized he was doing Dana Carvey when he was doing speeches.
0: <laughs> well, it probably uh, improved his likability. <laughs> Not, Not enough this to term. get reelected. Nope. But well enough to that people like him now. Yeah, in Iraq, at least. No, Kuwait. He saved Kuwait. <laughs> Great country of Kuwait.
1: Yeah, I was wondering where, why they liked them in Iraq. I thought they just liked people there.
0: Well, they are friendly. I mean, depend, if you're a Sunni or a Shia, depending on where you are. Or ISIS. Man, shit's going popping off in Mosul, huh? Mosul? How do you pronounce it?
1: I don't know. I think you make it out of clay.
0: Mosque. Um, yeah, let's not go into that. That's too dark. Um, you want to take a break and, and we'll talk about the Lin-Manuel Miranda episode? Sure. Okay. We'll be right back with more of our stupid take on politics. We had a comrade... A brave comrade, he could talk for whole days But then he tried to be a hero Tried talking about Shamira To computers wearing earphones He almost died of conversation Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke great greyhound racing steeplechasing, chasing Goodest creation, the land of the and right back to the it's gonna take some time and patience but all the best We're back with the lin Manuel Miranda episode of Saturday Night Live from two weeks ago.
1: It had some political stuff in it, and that was the whole point of this to compare. We actually wanted to just do straight episodes but. It is hard to find
0: epi- old episodes of Saturday Night Live for some reason. I, we've done it before. I think it used to be on Netflix. Yeah, they used to be streaming on something, and they pulled them all. Like Now you can find like episodes going back a few seasons, and then you can just find clips like we found um, right. on like, uh, the NBC so site. But.
1: I didn't check closely. Does Hulu have them? Because when I did a search, for Hulu said they had uh, like 19 seasons of it, but... It didn't seem right.
0: No, yeah, they don't, and it's it's all even though even if they do, like nineteen seasons been on what like right. forty one or something. So yeah,
1: it's, half of them. I, I was more interested in the the late eighties, early or late seventies, uh, mid eighties stuff anyway. Yeah, and they
0: didn't have they don't have any of that. So yeah. maybe some clips, but
1: well, that's what we got. So that worked out pretty good that we got that. But yes, so we watched.
0: Well, I watched
1: it because I wanted to see him on it, and he was. He was very excited to be on it and he was he was fun on it too to talk about the host well and not the political stuff.
0: Yeah, speaking of the host, did you watch the uh PBS thing on Hamilton? It perhaps was gonna be my recommendation. Oh shit, sorry. But it's okay. Yeah, I watched it. Did you watch it? Yeah. It made me it was fun. really want to see fucking Hamilton, man. Like <laughs> Yeah. The all the stage direction stuff that was
1: really cool, like during the hurricane scene where the the floor is kinda of spinning while he's yeah. singing. It's awesome, yeah.
0: And they must have recorded that during, like, a rehearsal or something, right? Because I didn't. No, no, no. It didn't sound like there was an audience there, but maybe the audience was just actually polite. I'm not used to that.
1: Yeah, the audience. That was announced that they were recording during a, during a showing
0: when it happened. And so, then... Well, it seems to me, like, maybe when they're done doing the tours of it, which will be, I don't know, 20 years from now, um, they should just put out a DVD or, or a Blu ray of the fucking play that they filmed that night
1: yeah yeah i can't imagine they'll make a movie out of it even though it's super popular like i, I don't know. mean i, I mean a movie like you're saying i could see or even doing one of those uh do they have the, them in theaters near you where they have a it's oh, yeah, live one somewhere. night only yeah yeah doing that in the theater i could see them doing that but i can't see them making a movie of it because it would just be ridiculous yeah so maybe
0: Maybe if they did it with the original cast and they got like the director of the play to direct the movie and everything like they might be able to make that work, but mm-hmm. still it's it definitely seemed like a a stage play that yeah. you have to yeah. see live. Yeah.
1: But it was that documentary
0: was a lot of fun. All right, this is our goal this year. Wait, no. Two thousand seventeen. Sorry. Um we me and Pat gotta see Hamilton somehow. So if you're a listener who can like hook us in some in some way
1: i think it might be a little bit easier for me
0: it would definitely be easier for you <laughs> but
1: uh, and i imagine with the, the original cast almost all gone tickets will be in 2017 easier to grab but not simple not like getting something for you know an Although i was surprised when patrick stewart and ian mckellen were doing um Waiting for godot yeah tickets were tickets were easy to get you could just go on
0: the website and buy them i was shocked by that well, it's I a difficult it play, I think, for people. I mean, it's not a musical, and it's an existential, absurdist comedy. And I don't. Yeah,
1: but it's not. It's not a. It's not a like a difficult play. It's just. It's just kind of a simple play to watch, and you're watching Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. No, that's true, but
0: it's also not fun in the sense that a Broadway musical is fun. Oh, you know what I mean? that's true.
1: Did? Yeah, yeah. That's just, I was just surprised by
0: that. Yeah, I would have loved to see them. I remember uh, Steve Martin and Robin Williams did it uh, back in the 80s, I believe. I saw have... a community, community theater production of it, and it was awesome. Did you really? mm mm-hmm. I Yeah, I did a scene from it in acting, um, and it was fun. I mean, it's kind of hard to go wrong with that material, but there's it's also material that like you could take a million different ways. It's just be cool to see how different people did it mm-hmm. in any case then manuel miranda um i'm going to say that his monologue was usually the best part of the show because he he uh, changed up some words from one of the songs from hamilton and did that and it was really cool and
1: there was all kinds of nerdy references to saturday Night live which was really cool and it had the a diss on donald trump which was funny and yeah, I thought it was great. I, I'd like to think he wrote it, and I don't see why he wouldn't have.
0: I'm sure he did. Yeah, why would you let the Saturday Night Live writers do that when you for Lin Manuel Miranda? <laughs> I did like that he said like uh, only a, a select number of people actually know who I am, and I was like, I don't think that's true actually at this point, but but who knows? Like, I feel no, like
1: that's. I read a review of the episode on AV. Uh, what's the AV club, the onion thing where they do, uh, yeah. uh,
0: Yeah. The
1: TV. Yeah. The, the, the guy who wrote the review or woman, I don't, I didn't check the name, but they're like, uh, I didn't know who this guy was. So before the the episode aired, I shotgun the Hamilton CD. I think, I don't think he's as well-known as maybe a movie star would
0: be, but he's getting more and more well-known. Oh, that's so crazy. Like, how do you I, write for the Onion AV Club and not know what Hamilton is? I don't
1: know, but I, I think if yeah, I, I think he's super. He's more popular than uh, like every other Tony Award winner for the past fifteen year fifteen years, but he's not as popular as we think.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. It's just, I don't know. I guess this, you know, the kind of stuff we listen to on podcasts and stuff. He's like so wildly popular that yeah, he's he has the Earwolf Network corners. Yeah, they have a they have a. Goddamn podcast about Hamilton. So <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to that. I that haven't either.
1: I forgot about that. I was just thinking of Ackerman and
0: uh, ben, Swart- ben Schwartz and like, yeah, that's where we both first heard of it. I think.
1: Well, I heard of another podcast. Michael Ian Black interviewed him before, oh, but yeah, right. but still, it, it's it is crazy how how not only do they love him, but he loves he loves the podcast that we like. So I think that also helps us like him. Yeah. at least it does me. Like he he tweeted out the, a picture of himself with with jason manzoukas and it says it just says hey man
0: yeah i i heard them talk about that i didn't see the tweet but oh they did i it just happened
1: recently i don't know if it was he retweeted it or what but i was like that is awesome
0: ah uh, yeah i was really excited to see him on saturday night live um until all the scripted skits came on
1: yeah the, the but the to go to debate the debate the, the debates wasn't debated. They cut the debate in the middle so they could have breaking news. Is that
0: how it worked? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause
1: so they, they had, had him... Larry David
0: on at first, right? Or was that oh. a different episode? Wait, I don't think, Larry, why would no, Larry David? Do? I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking he was on. Cause I remember seeing him on there and I was like, this is the first time I've seen Larry David do, uh, Bernie Sanders, but it might've been like a an older episode that I had caught by accident. Um, yeah, maybe not. But you, anyway, yeah.
1: What uh, Alc Baldwin doing is Donald Trump is pretty funny, and he's interviewed about the stupid bus tape, and they're asking
0: questions about it. Got a hug for Bushy? That fool's gone. He was no relation to the uh, presidential Bushes, right? No, he's the nephew. Is he really?
1: Yeah, he's George W. Bush's cousin. Oh,
0: my God. I mean, I never wanted to look into his life enough to no. that can't be about right. that. But all right. Look up. Look up uh, Bushy. Oh, Funny. Well, Billy Bush. I, I, look,
1: right. oh, shoot, I got something else when I looked up
0: Bushy. Yeah. But
1: it'll be something I'll be looking at later.
0: Yeah. Do Billy Bush. You look at your squirrel pictures later. Exactly. Um. Yeah.
1: And then. Oh, that's what it was. He, his, yeah, he is cousins. Jesus, uh, the forty George non W Bush is his uncle.
0: Wow, it's quite the family you guys got there.
1: Still, I'd, I'd rather have Jeb Bush running than Donald Trump. What?
0: Well, that's not yeah, true. me too. Jeb
1: Bush, Jeb Bush might win. I don't think yeah, that's anything. true. At this point, there's no chance Donald Trump's going to win. Nope.
0: I think uh Nate Silver has Trump at what? Thirteen, twelve percent? Something like that, but the, the, the Princeton guy who's been doing the same thing as Nate
1: Silver for either longer or just as long has, has had Hillary Clinton since June at 90 something percent.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's more likely. Um yeah, that skit was was decent, the the opening one, which yeah, the co- I feel like they always try to do at least make the cold open strong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Alec Baldwin was hilarious.
1: Oh, there's there's a couple of skits I liked in this. I I liked the Stranger Things thing. I thought Lin Manuel Miranda he did a good job as the kid. Impression was good, and I liked the idea that these <laughs> the the black family is like, listen, we don't have to look for stuff that's
0: scary. Our whole lives are scary, and the reaction when the
1: sheriff comes up is just super funny.
0: Yeah, but it's also dark. The well, the problem it has the problem that a lot of SNL skits have, which is, it's a one-joke premise that they they then stretch out. Well, I did its... notice
1: this is the first Saturday Night Live I watched in years, and I, I they have combated that a little bit by, uh, I, aren't their skits shorter now? Because I didn't remember them having two skits before commercial break. Is that how it always was?
0: Yeah, I guess they are. Pr- they probably have shortened them, um, so it helps it a little bit. And they also like do all the digital short stuff too. So yeah, yeah.
1: I thought the Kelly and Conway thing was funny. Kate McKinnon playing uh, Kellyanne Conway on her day off. Oh, yeah. That wasn't bad. Explain these terrible things. And just by the end, she's just like (laughs) basically drunk, which is a pretty good description of what it seems like uh, Kellyanne Conway is like in real life. She's just tired of having to defend him. And I I don't know. Um,
0: Yeah. She also – uh, seems way more vacant than Kate McKinnon's portrayal was, though, too. Like, every time I see her, I'm like, do you have a soul? It yeah. just seems so empty, but I guess, you know, being, doing PR for Trump would do that to you as well.
1: It's so weird, though. It, it's She's been in politics for a long time. She's obviously a really intelligent person, and she said that she's had these responses that just, they're, they don't strike me as effective responses, but I guess when your candidate is so far, you know, you're... Into the crazy right. You no, know, not only that, but doing things that are just so reprehensible. Normal PR is not going to work. See, uh, I,
0: don't I don't know that I'd say she's necessarily an intelligent person.
1: Um, I, from what I understood, the, her her polling, her, she does a very good job polling. She does, she her her data analysis is better than Republicans are, are have been using for years, and that's one of the reasons Trump has had started to do better when she first took over. She was focusing on things that really needed to be focused on.
0: Yeah, but, well, it's it's too bad her job ended up being just damage control. I guess <laughs> well, then. Not, I don't know if we want to say too bad, but <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, too bad for her. That's what you get when you sell your principles. Anyway. Yeah, and and then there was just kind of. There's yeah, a weird one,
1: where they're like playing the guitar,
0: in the on the campsite, and their singing was. Really oh. bad, yeah, and... Yeah, they they just met... There's two couples that met at the campsite. Yeah. yeah. Are,
1: now, do you watch Saturday Night Live to know? Are they are they recurring characters? I, those I two? have no idea.
0: Okay. No clue. It seemed
1: like if they weren't already, that's something that they might become.
0: Yeah, it was... Yeah, they were, like, just creepy. We, we, you can't really describe it very well by saying, like, they sang badly, and... But... Um, yeah, they were creepy. But Lin-Manuel Miranda did a good job throughout as yes, you would expect every, from every somebody sk- who is a stage actor I guess
1: Well even in the the pre-recorded stuff where he was in uh, the, the 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 stage like the high school stage play where they go have a party and drink sprite and stuff and he's the the star of the show with his braces he's funny and he wraps in that and it's funny That's true
0: And yeah the, another weird skit where he was in a phone booth telling his mom about that was funny Nebraska or whatever <laughs> Yeah he was very Strong, but he—they he, didn't give him a lot to work with either. And I would—I thought there was going to be like more Hamilton-themed stuff in there, but except for the opening monologue, nothing.
1: Wasn't the thing where he was on the phone was didn't have a uh, oh, the vibe? What was the name of that movie with the uh... Children of the Corn? <laughs> no, a... Field of Dreams. <laughs> just keep just keep naming movies that have fields in them. The, the Jason, 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 Killenhall, Heath Ledger movie. With the, they're the, the gay guys. Yeah. Oh, in, Brokeback Mountain. That had a Brokeback Mountain vibe to it too, right?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, because him and his yeah his his best friend who was obviously gay.
1: Right, and they're lying on top of the the truck with the girlfriend who
0: kind of in in there, but she's not really She's to off be to the there. side,
1: yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a funny skit. I thought this was really good, but I can't imagine—not really good. I thought bits of this were really good because he carried this stuff and he was really funny. And I don't—the—the the, like if he wasn't in the
0: skit, it wasn't funny. No, exactly. In fact, I can't even remember. And even sometimes when he was in the skit, it wasn't funny. Like the uh, the Music Man thing with the uh, Wells well, Fargo like... wagon coming. There was another oh. one note thing though, like.
1: It was a one note, but I liked that the, 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 he didn't sing at all, right? Everybody else sang, but him. Yeah, I, I thought that, <laughs> that was a nice curveball. But the the other one note thing
0: was him playing a teacher that was really gonna inspire the class and. Oh right, well, he was like the hip substitute that comes in right. that we've all had. Um, I never had that. Oh yeah, because you were in Catholic school. No, no hip nuns coming in. I guess you didn't. You didn't get Sally Field as a sub. That would have been great. Um, or Whoopi, maybe mm, not, not so great. Yeah, uh, that yeah that skit kind of was went nowhere.
1: But it was fun to watch a full episode of Saturday Night Live as it aired too. I didn't. Well, no, I, I think I waited the next day to watch the end. I didn't watch the whole thing through, but still, it was it was fun.
0: Yeah, I won't be w- watching again. Most likely. ever. Tom well, Hanks I... is hosting tonight. Oh, is he? Well, you know. Speaking of murdering up to forty people.
1: But uh-huh. yeah, but the thing is, when Tom Hanks Tom Hanks murders you, you want
0: to be dead. Yeah. You you long it's... for the sweet caress of death.
1: Not not because just because he is so nice. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, you know what, please. You, if you... it makes you happy, it makes me happy.
0: Yeah, you see that twinkle in his eye and you're like, All right, this is the way I want to go.
1: What was the latest awesome Tom, oh, the, he saw people in the park having their engagement photos taken, and he got to be in them. Tom yeah. Hanks and Bill Murray are just American treasures.
0: And there's, there are also two people who, like, if you were having something and they jumped into it, you, you would be totally happy with it. Like, there's a lot of people who you'd be like, no, sorry, I don't want you yeah. crashing my shit, dude.
1: But you're at Central Park, you're having your engagement photo taken, you see Tom Hanks walking towards you and then he just walks past you're a little bit disappointed you wish he would have jumped
0: in yeah no exactly yeah i, I don't know who else i would feel the same way about amy poehler or uh yep. or alana steve and abby buscemi. steve buscemi yep. for sure yeah yeah that's true um but you know maybe i would not feel so the much. same way about kristen bell kristen oh sure maybe not dax shepard though Eh. <laughs> well, if they're together, I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's true. Did you see the... Uh, oh, you don't read Twitter.
1: What was the tweet from... <laughs> uh, somebody's m- making a version of the bell jar. I'm ruining the joke, but he said, what if Kristen Bell made... <laughs> I ruined the joke because I can't remember the last name of the person who's making the bell jar. The Jar Jar Banks? Kristen, Kristen Dunce is making directing a, a version of the bell jar what if kristen bell directed a version of the dunce jar
0: <laughs> that's a good joke that's yeah. solid
1: it's not mine it's got no Ackerman's. i
0: know <laughs> oh was it ockerman mm-hmm. i actually i do have a twitter account but i never use it like i i didn't tell my friends or anything because i just wanted to like rag on celebrities on there but then i haven't i did get in a good donald trump tweeted something about how great he did at some rally or something and I tweeted at him, uh, "Congratulations! I'm going to celebrate the same way you are by masturbating to your daughter." And I thought that was a good tweet, but of course nobody <laughs> follows me, so nobody really read it.
1: Anyway, That's, I do like Twitter. I've I've started to like it, uh, and. I i tweeted a bunch of things a couple weeks ago and then i said i'm going to go to pop culture continuum and tweet stuff and then i like i'm a friend of myself on pop culture continuum's twitter so i retweeted myself and i felt really bad about it so i <laughs> I, I tweeted later and said yes i am retweeting stuff that i did myself john doesn't know he's not even on here so
0: it's true <laughs> I'm, I'm the jason manzukas of this podcast <laughs> great by which I mean me, I smell like an ape. I think that makes me the plugs theme
1: writer. <laughs> so
0: yeah, so we Saturday Night Live's not great, but Lou Manuel Miranda is, I guess, is
1: yeah. what we're trying to tell everybody who's listening in.
0: And even more so after watching the, the PBS thing. Oh god, that was so good. Yeah, everybody should should definitely watch that.
1: It's it gives it it tells more about the what his thought process was in putting it together, which I think is really neat. Like I never would have thought that that the when Jefferson's introduced and he's singing a jazzy song, it's it's supposed to to reflect the fact that he was gone for so long and everyone else is up to hip hop and he's still back in the jazz age.
0: Right. No, that was it was awesome. And and also just seeing the actors, and then like after listening to it, you're like, okay, that's the dude who's doing that, and that you know. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, it, I, I was stalking the show on YouTube after I listened to the soundtrack, so I did that already. But yeah, it was neat just to see them interviewed and see what they think of their the characters they're playing and stuff.
0: And and so cool that they like started filming before it was even a music.
1: Oh my and god, stuff. a year a year before he was it was even thought First, of. Well, not yeah. thought of. But yeah, he was—he only had two songs done when they. I think he only had one song. One they, at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, and so I, I first I was shocked by that, but I'm thinking, well, he's in a Tony Award-winning play, so we, and this is kind of an interesting idea, he had. So it makes sense that they would film a little bit of it, but still, right. it, and
0: he it's did a that awesome. song at the White House, so yeah, I guess. Well, that's true. They, yeah, he did that song at the White House before they started
1: filming, so they knew it was a phenomenon.
0: Anyway, uh, well, I guess that would bring us to then recommendations, Asians, Asians, Asians.
1: Yeah. You do yours first. So I can think of another
0: one. I thought, well, I thought you would just straight up do the PBS Hamilton thing.
1: Mm.
0: No, still, still do yours first. All right. So I'm going to do a couple, uh, and I can't remember if I've recommended this one or not yet. Um, that which is why I'm doing a couple, but I don't think I have, I think I just mentioned it. Um, monstrous, the comic book.
1: I think you have, but that's okay.
0: Yeah. It's really good.
1: So that held up. I, I got the first issue, and I wasn't as enamored with it as I wanted to be, so I stopped getting it. But it, held, it holds up. It's yeah, good. you
0: should keep going. Well, you can't – it's really hard to judge anything by a first issue.
1: No, it is. But if it doesn't super grab me, I, I don't – I already get enough.
0: But, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, no, you should keep going with it. Um, The art's fucking awesome, and the story just keeps unfolding. Um and it's, it's really cool. I mean, it it seems to me like it would be right up your alley, too, because it's like... Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, Monstrous, and then... You want to uh,
1: say what it's about or anything?
0: It's really difficult to understand. Like, it's in a matriarchal society um, at... We don't know when, or if it's even on this planet. It's kind of like Game of Thrones in that way. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of magic and talking cats and uh, and evil demons and shit. I don't know. It's It's really well-written. And uh, a lot of fun, and but also very super dark. So, uh, and it's
1: up to issue seven now.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm caught up on it. Uh, so, so do you get the you get them digitally? The I did, except uh, then I started buying the the hard copies.
1: Oh, so you got you got monstrous as like a
0: physical copy of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, shit, man, I forgot my other recommendation just then talking about monstrous, um, I, I feel like it was something I watched, but why don't you go with yours, and I'm going to going to... This isn't fair. What?
1: The, the person who writes monstrous is an attorney, and okay. she's written, like, a ton of... Ni- she She's written 19 best-selling novels. Can't she get, like, do something else?
0: Wait, she, I didn't even know that. Ooh, I'd like to check out some of her novels, maybe.
1: Oh, well, it says... She has 19 best-selling novels. Maybe there's one best-selling and the ni- other 19 she just has. Marjorie Lou is her name. Yeah. Oh, so I had uh, I had something in mind. Oh, I, have I recommended Kill or Be Killed? Oh, I did. I think I you did,
0: yeah.
1: And then I recommended Westworld, right?
0: You did I recommend Westworld, better. yeah.
1: Every week that gets better and better. Oh, yeah, I gotta uh, check that out. Uh, let me think of what else. Uh, oh, I know. Something from the past that I was... Uh, my friend and I were like making CD mixes for each other. And I was listening to music I listened to in college and it's kind of silly and dumb, but it's fun. So if you want to listen to something that's like, they might be giants, but different, listen
0: to cake. Oh yeah. I never could get into cake. I don't know what it is. Viv was really into them.
1: They're kind of, they're simple, but it was, they had the horns that were big in the nineties, but they, I thought they used them in more clever ways and and they're a good band. They're still around, I guess, but I don't think they've had anything new out in a long time. They're most famous song is probably Long, wait, going Short Jacket, Longs. Oh. oh, is that... Maybe Going the Distance, yeah. Um, anyway, that's my recommendation, I, along with the Hamilton documentary on PBS. You can watch it on your local PBS station, or you can watch it streaming on pbs.com.
0: It's it's really interesting, yeah. Um, and... And it is, like, it does make... They go into the history, too, like, the actual history of Hamilton. Like, they talked to the dude who wrote the book.
1: Mm-hmm. Ron Chernow.
0: Sure yeah. And all this stuff. So, yeah, it's cool. Why can't I think of the other goddamn... You know what? I'll recommend... I saw last night um, the band Television. So I'll recommend their album from 77, Marquee Moon, um, which gets lumped in with, like, the punk, like, Talking Heads and Ramones and stuff. But it's not really at all, like... It's very cool guitarist. Like, last night they did, it was mostly instrumental stuff, and they did like a 20-minute thing, song, instrumental, and, um, you know, it's just kind of very cool sounding guitar. It was almost like jazz-ish. That's cool. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so I'll I'll recommend Marquee Moon since I can't think of the damn thing I meant to.
1: I have something that's not as heavy of a recommendation as the other things, but something that's worth checking out if you just want to have a funny movie to watch. It's Bad Words with Jason Bateman. Oh, is that good? Yeah, it's funny. It's silly, but funny. He plays a 40-year-old who decides he wants to win the spelling bee, and he travels around and does the spelling bee and then gets to the national one and strikes up a relationship with one of the contestants, and and there's uh, a friendship with one of the contestants and a... um, he has a relationship with the reporter played by Jessica Hahn, who's sponsoring his quest to win the spelling bee. Who's Jessica has, Hahn? Is that her name? The, the woman who played the, the political fixer in Parks and Rec. The,
0: the, oh, yeah, downs. yeah, yeah. I like her, yeah.
1: Yeah, she's funny. She's good in this. And uh, there's somebody else that's – oh, Allison Janney's in it. And Phil K. Baker, I think that's his name, the guy that the librarian from the Seinfeld episode. Oh,
0: yeah. Speaking so, of her, fun. I saw – um. You know, Amazon has those... Uh, or maybe her name's Kristen Hahn. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's all right. Well, she's in one of those Amazon pilot projects called um, I Know Dick, and it was awful. Um, Kevin Bacon's in it as well. Uh, it was just terrible. So don't so, watch that. That's an anti-recommendation. That's an anti-recommendation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I am like my I have that... My brain is like itching because I can't come up with my original recommendation. But you know what? I'll save it for another time. Any new comics that you started um, No. that you like?
1: Not lately. I, I don't think I picked up anything new. Wait, let me, I think I might have actually. I think not this. Definitely not this week. This week I just got stuff that has have already been going. I think I reco- uh Yeah, I'm was?
0: I'm going tomorrow. So oh, I know. You know what? There is another new. Well, it's not new, uh, a, but a new one to me that I just started. Um, reading. It's called Mind Matters.
1: Oh, is that good? Or no? I don't know. No, I'm thinking of Mind Management.
0: No, Mind Management. You're right. Yes, that's it. Yeah.
1: Is that good with MGT? Right. Yeah, I like, like it.
0: Going? I've only read uh, like I got the um, the book, the first book, and mm-hmm. I've only read I've, either the first or the first two uh, issues. But yeah, it's a very interesting premise. Art is kind of like watercolory and not very comic booky it takes some getting used to but it's yeah, not like annoying so
1: it takes me forever to get that to get used to that watercolor and i don't know why
0: yeah me too but it's yeah it's about um there's there's a flight and for some reason everybody on this flight develops amnesia um and it, so it kind of like ruins all these people's lives but there was like one passenger that was unaccounted for when they did the head count at the end and so um, one of the woman, women on the flight who's like who was like a true crime author, is like looking for this guy to try to figure out what his deal is. And that's all I've read so far. But yeah, it's it's an interesting premise. So um I've enjoyed the two issues that I've read. That's cool. Yeah.
1: It looks like um, Marjorie Liu's novels are are genre stuff. So it's just something called the dark and Steel series and the Hunter Kiss series.
0: Yeah. well, I mean, monstrous is kind of, you know, Sci-fi fantasy, so it, I would imagine her other stuff is.
1: That's just now that makes sense, more sense to me. That why
0: she has nineteen because those novels always kind of add up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, and uh, you should definitely keep going with it. Maybe just get like the first book digitally because you I, know it's always cheaper that way. So
1: they have the trade paperback out now, so maybe I'll look for it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. The the, the collection of one through six.
0: It's worth it. I I find with um, these new comics like. Well, for... no. Wait, what I don't like
1: about digitally, it isn't cheaper. It's the same price. I'd rather have a, a paper version. Oh,
0: get... is it? I always thought
1: they were cheaper. Um, no, no. no Prints four bucks. It's cheaper if you wait a month, like like a couple months. The 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 image starts selling for ninety nine cents, but right away it's it's full price. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. Any anyway, you should uh, check it out because the first issues, especially with a lot of image stuff, I find. Um, they have there's like such big stories now that it's it's hard to judge by the first one because it's so much like laying groundwork and they're not giving you all the answers to everything yeah, yeah um,
1: I, I, I don't think it was it was just like sometimes i'll get a first issue and i'll really remember to get the second issue and it, since when i don't remember to get the second issue i just forget about the whole book and that's what happened with monstrous yeah so it's not that i hated it it's just it
0: got lost so i'll go back to it like yeah all right um Write to us at, Pop Continuum at gmail.com, Like us on Facebook. Uh, give us five stars on iTunes and write a review if you feel like it. And most importantly, tell your non-Trump supporting friends.
1: No, you can tell your Trump supporting friends I don't too. Think they're
0: going to. That's going to give us bad reviews and drag our drag our star rating down on
1: so what were these trump supporters doing going to the amy schumer concert
0: that's so fucking weird dude well they're in florida so i mean i think it's like in the constitution that a certain percentage of them have to be trump supporters anyway
1: but if you have enough of a sense of humor that you like amy schumer already you have to be sure that she's going to make trump jokes
0: it's not like she's apolitical right and here's what i don't get like if you like anybody in entertainment you have to realize they're not going to be for Trump. So just uh, get over it.
1: Let's see, someone in entertainment who is for Trump.
0: Oh, there is somebody, right? There's Scott somebody. Baio. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Scott Baio fan, um, don't be a Hillary fan. Yeah, don't be a Hillary fan. But yeah, otherwise, I can't think of any. Gene Simmons. There you go. Those are the two. Uh, and it's really not that difficult to avoid either of those. Oh, two. Colbert. Kabler, I think, supports Trump. Oh, of course he does. I haven't I haven't been keeping up on him. He doesn't really support Trump.
1: I watch it still. I not as much as I used to. I just kinda got out of the habit and then when I got back to it, um it I don't watch it every day, but I I like it. I like it when I do watch it. I just I'm disappointed it didn't it hasn't been killing it with the ratings. But that's yeah, it. Yeah, especially
0: goes. going against Jimmy Fallon, but and yeah. and what's that idiot's name, Jimmy Kimmel. The jimmies. Anyway, um, I guess that's going to do it for this week. Next week, we'll be back with an all-new episode that we have not planned out yet. Join us Won't in adventure. You? Oh, sorry. I stepped on your adventure line. But that's it okay. will be in quite the adventure. Would you? I will. Won't you? You shall. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye.